Welcome to the Star Wars Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Shedden, and I'm joined by Jacob Furlow. Boom, boom. <laughs> All right, Mandalorian Episode 5. We've watched it. We've digested it. We will talk about it, but first... You are yelling. Well, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to right. amp it up a little bit. Well, you do need it's some like, ampage. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, you know, I have problems. Okay, but... Uh, so you just, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. You ruined the whole We're thing. We're good. I was, on a, I was on a... We've got, uh, yeah, we watched uh, episode five. It's very fresh in our mind. So I don't know if we're going to be able to do a full breakdown scene by scene. Yeah. But I will say this. It was a great one. It was I a good really, one. I really, really enjoyed it. But before... I'm gonna... <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> before we um, get to Mando 5, what we want to do is talk a little bit about... Star Wars news? Rise of Skywalker. We want to talk a little bit about Star Wars. And Star Wars news. All right. So, in, in a segment that we're going to call, Jacob, we're going right. to bring it back. What's going on? Oh, okay. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, buddy? I'll start, Jacob, and then you can, you, can uh, you know, join in the conversation as you see fit and or... Uh, contribute to anything that you may have. So, the first thing... Sounds good, player. <laughs> the first thing is uh, this headline, which reads, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker to Introduce New Force Powers. That's my news, guy. That's my news. <laughs> oh, we should have talked for it. That will infuriate some people, says J.J. Abrams. I now, saw that. before we get into this... Uh, we are not we're not going to jump on spoilers or anything like that. Um, you may consider this some type of spoiler, but there's really like no context behind it or info yeah, and behind it's, and it. And he doesn't so, necessarily even really. Come yeah, he's out not and interested say. in mo- ruining the plot. He's just right. making the point that hey, something's going to happen that might tweak. You know, let's go ahead and just divide fandom again. I guess yeah. maybe. And no, I, I hopefully it's not something like that. But. Uh, Something we haven't seen before. So, Jacob, I don't want to steal it from you. Just if, would you? Do you have something to elaborate? No, with I, that? the only thing that I I, I saw that and I, I read his quote, um, and it, you know, I don't. Does he actually come out and say we're going to see the force used like we've never seen it used before? Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. Uh, so he said. Do you have his quote there in front of you? Yeah, well, I got I got a couple quotes. He said, uh, speaking of. Ryan Johnson, <laughs> my buddy. Um, so, so let me back up. The article says JJ spoke about learning from Ryan Johnson's Star Wars: Last Jedi, a movie that also introduced new Force powers, such as Luke being able to make an illusion of himself. Spoiler alert: Force if, projection. If you've not seen uh, that movie, um, but the quote is one of the quotes are Ryan helped remind me that. That's why we're on these movies, not to just do something that you've seen before, Abrams said. I won't say that I felt constrained or limited on Seven, but I found myself wanting to do something that felt more consistent with the original trilogy than not. And on Nine, I found myself feeling like I'm just going to go for it a little bit more. All right. So are you done? So he he said uh, specifically about the Force powers. The reasoning why he, he's doing something, he says, it wasn't really important that we just redo the things you've seen, but add new elements, which we know will infuriate some people and thrill others. Speaking okay. of whatever this force ability is that we're going to see. JJ is very um, good at not really saying a lot, but not really giving you anything. Yeah. You know well, what I he mean? also said... Uh, we wanted to make sure that this picture also showed aspects of the force and ways that go beyond what you've seen before. Okay, but you know, in every Star Wars movie, we've always seen the force do, or, or most Star Wars movies, some Star Wars movies, we've always seen the force do a little bit more. You know, yeah, big jumps, running real fast, projections. Um, well, projections we haven't seen until Last Jedi. Right. Okay. That was a Star Wars movie where we saw something. No, new. I know. I thought you were talking about OT and, and no, prequels. So, but, so who knows what he really means with that. I'm okay with seeing the Force do something we haven't seen before. I, I don't have to stay in Force pulls and Force chokes and the, you know, um, what do you call the mind thing that they do? Jedi mind trick? Jedi mind trick. <laughs> um, 
My worry, the first thing I thought of when I read this is, oh no, it's going to be something like, I was thinking like time travel or something like that. Some people are saying, again, I've not read plot things or, or theories. I just hear little bits and pieces of things. Um, and I do know, you know, I've heard some people suppose or think that there might be some type of time travel element in this this movie. I hope that's not the case. It seems really that that the time travel thing is really like gotten stretch. to where it's yeah. well. It, to me, it wouldn't fit, and it just seems done a lot, especially recently. You know, right? Um, so you know, there's there's that. Hopefully, it's not anything over the top that you know doesn't make sense. Yeah, um, you know the way I is going to come off real negative, and that's fine. That's fine. That's what we do. Yeah. It, um, the way I've started to kind of view these, you know, they got Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Jacob and I come from, uh, we're, we're, we're what you would refer to as religious scholars. Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we come from a, a background in religion. And uh, so your, your Bible, you have the Old Testament and you have the New Testament. And so I kind of view, and hopefully this is not blasphemous the way I'm just kind of making a comparison to how I think of these. I'm these running movies. out the yeah, door right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, the prequels and the OT are to me kind of like your Old Testament and your New Testament. And these, these new movies are kind of like the books that didn't quite make it into the, the scripture. The but people, Yeah, if you people will. still look at to like get some reference points. And things like that. They're not quite canon. Uh, I don't know. I yeah, know they I mean, are they canon, but I'm just are saying. Canon. No, I get what you're just, saying. You know, and that's that. So I had that thought when you were reading. If that. this thing goes south after Rise of Skywalker, I I would just tell people, you know what, just watch the OT and the prequels, and you'll be fine there. Is yeah. that terrible of me? Is that well, bad? It, it is. Be, well, it's not terrible of you. I mean, they're movies, so you're yeah. not you're no, not I know, but you sin. know, but. Yeah, because I mean the story continues, you know. Yeah, I mean, but what if it sucks? It, it, what if they just? What if they? Just, I, I'm a little worried. Where JJ is now kind of giving some admiration here to, to yeah, Ryan but he's Johnson. also I, you know, and I meant to talk about this like two or three weeks ago. I had something, and I'd have to go through my notes to find it. But he did, you know, he he did kind of mention something about how surprised he was, and I think he even said that's not something I would have done. In referring to Ryan Johnson and Luke, now he might have he, he might have almost like given him credit, like like how brave Ryan Johnson was. That's not something I would have done. Ryan Johnson's so courageous for turning Luke into a bumbling old grumpy fart. But yeah. but he did you know the way I read it could be taken as him kind of throwing some shade Ryan's way for being so um, what's the word being so brave I guess and and taking these risks. Um, or it also could have been like, yeah, that's not Luke's character. You, you know, know, Ryan Johnson is kind of like the the woke culture of of yeah, Star see, Wars, okay. right? Like, All right. like uh, he's woke, and and you just don't understand the changes that he made. He's so woke that you just don't get it. You're just stuck in the past. But man. see, everyone's he's woke, woke now, so he's not woke. Because if everyone's woke then he's not woke. He's not doing anything brave or setting any trends because the trend is to go oppo, to to be different, to be, you know, to to push the boundaries, to give us these these new characters and hear about their their story, the part of their life that I don't really care anything to hear about. You know, that's the brave part to introduce Let's not get into it, right? This that's, this is for another podcast, yeah. and we're going to lose some listeners. So moving on, if you're ready to move on, I do have something that J.J. talked about his favorite prequel scene. Did you did you uh, hear about that, Brian? No. Do you want me to tell you about it, Brian? Sure. Do you want to take a guess at J.J.'s favorite uh, prequel favorite scene? favorite prequel scene? Can you give me at least what movie it's in? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, that's, there's a lot okay. there. There's How about three this? movies. Get, it, it has, it's a scene that has Anakin in it. So that narrows it down to all three movies, almost every scene. <laughs> um, um, I mean, okay, I'm just going to... And it's on Coruscant. There you go. There's another one. And it's on Coruscant? Mm-hmm. Whew. 
Uh, it should be a layup at this point. Well, I'm thinking, uh, could it be this base opera scene? Yeah, exactly. You okay. got yes, that's exactly what it is. It's the back and forth there between Ian McDermott. Yeah. It's a great conversation. It it's is. it's riveting. Yeah, you know? that's some. That's actually some of the best dialogue yeah. in the prequels. Yeah, is that I could scene. see that actually because that kind of fits JJ's mold of you're kind of setting up this like a mystery box kind right. of thing or yeah, something that's true. like that. You know, yeah, to where point. you're creating some mystique there, to where you want to know more, but they don't give you the answers. Yeah, uh, something else I read, and this is from We Got This Covered. Reliable News Network. Uh, Baby Yoda will become Kid Yoda and appear in future movies, per their source. Now, their source is the, again, according to We Got This Covered, the source who gave them this nugget is also the source that said uh, Ewan McGregor was coming back to play Obi-Wan. And something else, another nugget that actually came to fruition uh, but the the person is quoted as saying, "Baby Yoda will t- continue to appear in Star Wars beyond the Mandalorian." I feel like you're about to spoil like uh, the Mandalorian for us. Nope, there's no spoilers oh. here. What are you, are you expecting, Baby? I'm not Yoda expecting to get... him to die, but like if you're saying yeah, he's going to be doing this and that, and well, then just edit all this out, right? <laughs> <laughs> will show up in future films, and then I have more here, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to spoil anything for you. Well, I saw I was going to um, save it. Um, for right before we jumped into the Mandalorian, but I, but you know, we'll, we'll save that for for the um, for right before we jump into the Mandalorian. All right, another thing I saw, um, and again, this is not—I don't think this is a spoiler. It just kind of gives you a little bit of background. But according to J.J. Abrams, there is a secret reason Kylo Ren's helmet is back in Rise of Skywalker. There is a reason. There's a there's a point to the plot, or there is a there's a purpose between him fixing his helmet and donning it again. And, uh, um, well, you know, I think that fits with Kylo's character, not yeah. to get into what, because I don't think he ever wanted to take it all. No. Snoke kind of pushed him and made yeah. fun of him. Right. And, you know, you're not Darth Vader. You'll never be Darth Vader. Yeah. You know, um, you're just a boy in a mask. And that's well, and you know, immediately and, after and that. And Han wanted destroyed. him to take it off, sure. right? And kills, kills Han. Right. Snoke wanted him to take it off, kills Snoke. Yeah, but all, so. both those characters are gone now. Again, spoiler alert for Last Jedi and Force Awakens. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I think it kind of fits no, with the character. No, I, I, I don't like helmetless Ren. Like, no, I like, don't. Yeah, I like, I think that, um, what's, our, what's our guy's name? And not that I, I shouldn't say I don't, not that I don't like, but there's just something about, he just looks more menacing with the helmet on, right? And mm-hmm. it just takes that mystique away when he takes it off and there's freaking Adam Driver. Oh, yeah. See, I, you know? I, I think from a story standpoint, I think it makes sense that the helmet should be on him in Rise of Skywalker. From a but we know it comes off scene obviously yeah, through yeah, the trailer without it yeah. from when when watching a scene I think Adam Driver's performance is and obviously no I get is, some of that is much better he, he, I mean he's you get some of the emotional he stuff his, he acts yeah. his tail off in these movies he's a you know he's he's a great character and he do, he he does a good job at it um uh, I got a little no, I don't really have anything on the Obi Wan show it's certainly not any spoilers or anything like that but I had you know just kind of some. You know, thinking about the Mandalorian and how we didn't really know. I don't. I don't think no one. No one knew where this was going to go. You know, when we were back are, watching. Are the we trailers. back to Mandalorian? We're talking about. Yeah, well, okay. Mandalorian, and I'm kind of comparing it to the Obi Wan. Obi. Well, let's let's do this Obi-Wan before series. we jump. Uh, hold that because I just want to say that I just want to kind of wrap up um, a little bit of Rise of Skywalker um, before we jump into Mando. Okay. Um, you know. Sorry, Brian. No, I'm just <laughs> saying. So. You know, we've we've not talked a lot about Rise of Skywalker, partly because we've just been really invested in Mandalorian, and then also, you know, I've not, um, I've I've tried not to consume a lot of the the stuff that's come out because you know before we do this podcast, we're not like a news podcast where you know we're gonna break news or anything, certainly like that, obviously. Um, so we're just reading basically the same things everybody else is reading. Um, but I'm a fan first and me personally like i don't want to ruin this movie for myself because i I feel like i i did that a little bit with force awakens and definitely the last jedi um well and and if i may really quick because i don't i don't go into you know when you when when i because i follow a lot of youtube stuff right and and you're right we're not we're not you know we don't come up with news really that's that's not our job we just bring news that we've heard for for people out there that probably don't follow a dozen different Star Wars-related right. type stuff. Um, 
But that being said, we know that there was, I've been extra careful over the last couple of weeks, you know, when you see spoiler alert, yeah. this is what's going to happen, confirmed, and things like that. I, I, I immediately back away, much like you, and part of the reason more so now is because we know that there, and, and Dave brought this up, I think, a little bit, and it was a conversation on the text thread, is that we know that there was a script that got into the wrong hands. Now, it didn't get, didn't get into very many hands, so there is a chance that somebody has something out there. Yeah, saying that's, that that's I got accurate. a theory, right? I right. have a theory, and really they're you know they're spoiling it. Um, but then so I've so so that's part of the reason why we haven't talked a lot about it. And you know, and I just wanted to bring that up to bring this too is you know there's been a ton of TV spots lately with yeah. with new. I say new footage. I mean a lot of the new footage is just like a little bit of an extended scene of of the trailer previously. You know what I mean? A lot of that desert chase and things right. like that. But it, it can be right. a and telling I, scene. Sure. It and, gives and, you context to some of the things that you hear and things like right. that. And uh, and you can begin to piece together, okay, well, these characters are here and these characters are not here and so on and so forth. But, you know, not to, to give you a little bit of confidence or hope, in the past it seems like they have definitely um, tried to trick us with the trailers. Oh, yeah, for you know? sure. But I, um, it, you know, but I kind of made the comment to uh, to on our thread that you know I've I'm kind of I, I wish they wouldn't keep showing all these TV spots. I know why they're doing it. They're not doing it for people like us. They're doing it for people that may not go to this movie or may you know um, may not know a lot about Star Wars or maybe just on the edge or so on and so forth. Um, but it's 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 a lot. I don't yeah. remember this many TV spots for the other I movies. I don't either. And 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 hey, it might be working because our theater theater of choice is sold out of tickets. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jake and I got our tickets. Please don't um, call me Jake. Jacob. Thank you. Everyone's gonna call me Jake now. Why can't I call you Jake? <laughs> I've just never really cared for it. Why? When I came when I came up here from literally, the South, I think that's one of the first times I've called you Jake. I don't even remember. Yeah, I know. That's why I said yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. When I. Growing up in the South, everyone called me Jacob. And then okay. as soon as I kind of came up to the North here, I'd introduce myself as, hey, how you doing? I'm Jacob Furlow. And, hey, how you doing, Jake? Immediately. And then it just, you know, I don't care for it. Yeah, well, I'll do it more name. often now. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get that. Um, but uh, but I, I say that to say this. We're, we're recording this episode here on a, uh, what day is today? Friday. On a Friday. Um, this is going to be re- <laughs> darn. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Thursday. <laughs> uh, there's some background there. Uh, yeah. This is uh, this is going to be released on Monday, twelve nine. So possibly you're you're listening to this on Monday, twelve nine. Um, I'm gonna have we're gonna have another podcast now. Jacob goes out of town. I'm actually gonna be joined by Chad Viss and Dave Mann um, next week, um, and we're gonna talk a lot about Rise of Skywalker. And that's going to be posted on twelve thirteen, and then on twelve sixteen, another podcast will come out with Jacob and I, and again a lot more about Rise of Skywalker. So with the movie coming up, really wanted to start talking about Rise of Skywalker and, and the trilogies and so on and so forth um, before the movie comes comes out. So, but we've kind of stayed away from some of that just because, again, didn't want to really spoil it for ourselves, um, or at least I didn't. So. That's uh, that's it. Do you want to get into one go Rise of Skywalker thing? Okay. All right. Uh, again, I'm mean, not to steal Chad, Dave, and yours thunder, uh, but one thing that I, that I saw, thanks to you, is that uh, maybe this is a spoiler, but it's, it's, I'm not spoiling it for you. We see C-3PO. Oh, that's not a spoiler. It's okay. just everybody's seen All that. Right. Well, but okay. So if you're not someone that's not watching any trailers at all. Then, then fast it's forward a spoiler. for like, yeah, yeah, 40 seconds. But we see C3PO, um, like battle veteran ready for battle with like, yeah, that's kind of old. A news, blaster, though. is it that old? Yeah, I mean, oh, I it, was in the, it was in like one of the first trailers. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, um, well, you could see him on so it first came out on a poster. And everybody thought the poster was was fan made because it you know he has the bandolier and he's got you know Chewbacca's uh, bowcaster um, and so it, it just it was like it didn't look real. Uh-huh. Um, but then uh, I thought in one of the I thought in the trailer where he's on the 
skiff or whatever thing, that yeah. is that he's has it there as well. I thought I thought so, or maybe it's the part where they're walking up to look at the Death Star or something like that. Like they're on the, you know, they're overlooking the ocean. So um, do you think it's just? Kind but the of, toy came out, is what, right? The that, toy that's, the, that's what made the me think uh, the you... Black Series figure came out of that, and it's three PO with uh, the Droid Master Bubba. Frisco something. Nah, it is. Frisco. Fring? No, that's that's the Hang other on. guy. Let me get let me let me just grab it real quick. Alright, Jake, so I got it right here. It is Babu Frick. Oh. Um so I, think, I feel like I was close. You said Frisco. <laughs> <laughs> so Babu Frick in 3PO. 3PO's got uh, Chewbacca's uh, bandolier complete with the man bag at the end of that, and then his uh, his bowcaster. So the back of the box says three PO longs for more peaceful times, but his continued service to the resist- resistance keeps him on the front lines of galactic conflict. I wonder if they're going to go back to talking about the resistance instead of the rebellion. Because Last Jedi, which that was one thing I liked about the Last Jedi, is they kind of started bringing back that rebellion term. Godspeed, rebels. The one guy says yeah. as he gets blown up for no reason at all. Um, and, you know, here that you just mentioned resistance, so. Hmm. But, yeah, 3PO the uh, 3PO the war warrior. Um, you know, maybe it's just for comic relief and he's not actually going to be uh No, I don't think so. I mean, we, we would assume, again, and spoiler here maybe, but that has something to do with, you know, those trailers where uh, Babu Frick is working on 3PO and... I don't know. I thought maybe he turns him into like a soldier or something. I'm not gonna. I know some people are saying, well, maybe he's accessing some yeah. data to get to where they need to go, and I, I really don't know. So I'm not. I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything. It's just I, I don't know. I'm just guessing. But um, I wouldn't be a big fan of seeing C3PO in that manner as like a a warrior droid. I wouldn't care for that. I don't think you. Um. No, because that's just not how I see three PO. Right. But you know, they're. You know, I guess. I guess. I, I wouldn't hate it, but it. I it, guess it could be done. I guess it where, all depends how. Yeah. yeah how how they we, do it. You know, we say we liked it after we watched that, and that was a highlight of the movie. All right, Jacob. Let's move towards the Mandalorian with with one more news piece, and you kind of hit this a little bit with um, with talking about Yoda maybe showing up in future Star Wars productions, and so so on and so forth. Um, John Favreau has actually commented something similar. Um, he says it's a matter of time before his Mandalorian characters turn up in Star Wars. So uh, a little more pointedly, he says, there's definitely an opportunity to explore these characters beyond what we've presented on the show. There's a very fluid line between what's in the movie theaters and what's on the screen at home. It's very exciting for me because I get to tell stories over the course of several hours and not just within the footprint of one theater-going experience. It's only a matter of time before we cross paths the other way. And um, so, I mean, that, that seems to to make some sense. Sure. Uh, you know, the, you see a little bit of that with the Marvel. Uh, you know, Chad would know better than I do. So you got, like, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Marvel, and I think um, some of the characters have showed up on on that Mm -hmm. and then obviously they're in the movies as well right um just like cameos well they had uh the one guy man i'm not um (laughs) i know like chad and dave are like probably screaming at the podcast right now if they're listening to this but uh the guy colston or whatever (laughs) that's not oh yeah like the the main agent that we see yeah i can't remember his name his death in the right he's in he's actually in the show i believe but um oh well yeah i know that Okay, it's well, not really a. Well, I'm just saying. So that's something where really it started character. in the movies and gone to the show yeah. and then shown yeah, in the movies tie together. And, right. Well, you would think they. Well, would. you asked me. You asked me for an example. And I gave you an example, and then you just kind of like act like oh. Or, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I should have known that you would have not delivered what I was looking for. Did that hurt? No, no, no. All no. right. So before, can I? Can I? Yeah, you can get to your, to your thing. Yeah, that's to, good. Uh, episode that's nice. five. Um. So, last week, we talked a little bit about the, the puck that uh, our guy Mando receives from Grief Karga. Oh, um, and uh, we see a Mon Calmari appear yeah. uh, on the puck. And you were adamant. Adamant. That, <laughs> that, that Grief says royalty. 
So someone of royalty, someone of royalty's son. When in fact, what he says is nobleman's son. Yeah, pretty which, close. Which, nope, not really. Well, I actually so, Googled what nobleman, <laughs> sure what noble yeah. nobility is. Yeah. And it's different than royalty. Yeah. Nobility is kind of the class underneath yeah, royalty. Like the lords and things Correct. like that. Correct, you yeah. got it. So they're not royalty. They're right. not kings or queens. They'll under. never be kings or queens. But they rub shoulders with royalty. You got it. Yeah. Which I would think that that would be something that Akbar would do. So you're still saying it's Akbar's son? I'm still saying that it's extremely possible. I don't think And it what is. I am saying is that now we, since we do know, in fact, it says nobleman's son, uh, I believe that gives me more credit. So is Akbar a nobleman? I would think so. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and on to something else. The sound effect that we heard oh, yeah. in the... Well, how you have to, you have to do it, so you have to... But then you're going to edit no, it to I where I'm like... No, I <laughs> you're going to be like, I'm joined by Jacob. <laughs> so, yeah, we hear that sound effect. And it's it, from, from the, chapter four. Yeah, from chapter four when they're in the hut. And they stick uh, it's the, the, it's the sound the detonator time. is making yeah. as it's kind of winding yeah. down. That it's it's a, and it's a unique sound. That's what kind of made me okay. sounds odd or interesting. Again, this is a sound effect. We shouldn't really be talking about yeah. this. Oh, is detail for a sound effect? No, it's fine. But it's from the last Jedi when she's fueling the transports. You know, here's what here's what I'm going to do for you, Jacob. Okay, I'm going to go and. Pl- Get those samples okay. and, and see how correct we are. I mean, okay, so they might not be a perfect sound, yeah. but I think it's pretty close. Yeah, it's, close enough to where it definitely makes you recognize where it's from. All right, so we'll we'll find out if you're right or wrong. Feeling the pressure. Okay. All, All right. right. Anything else? Nope. All right. Let's move on to the Mandalorian chapter five: the Gunslinger. Great name. I like that Gunslinger. Yeah. So it started out really good. Yeah. Um, we got our first space battle of the Mandalorian, yeah. which I don't know if I was expecting any space battles. Uh, you know what? I was I, – I mentioned as we were watching yeah. it, I, I we haven't seen – we haven't really seen his ship in space a lot. And when it is, it's always just like that couple seconds before yeah. he lands on a planet. Um, but this was – not only did it look cool, the way it actually started, it started – you were in the thick of it as soon as the movie, you know, as soon as the yeah. episode came on, which I just like that immediate action. Right. Yep. Um, but we see he's under attack from another bounty hunter, and uh, the bounty hunter actually uses his line, which was, "I can bring you in warm or cold." I think so. something like that. Why oh, you put me on I the spot I, there? Did you know it? I can remember. <laughs> I think it is. And then, uh, but obviously, like, we, you know, we were like, you know, I turned to you, I think. I was like, oh, I used his, his yeah, line, you yeah. know. And, um, but uh, the uh, the other bounty hunter does a decent job of, you know, really. Yeah, he hits uh, him a few times. Yeah, really hitting uh, Mando's razor crest. Right. And um, disabling it, you know, hitting the engine and so on and so forth. But uh, it looked like, you know, this is one of those things we get to kind of go back and watch again. But right. we didn't have time to do that. But, uh you know, it looked like he kind of hit the brakes. Or... Yeah, see, I wasn't sure if he actually hit the brakes or if the thing just completely no, he did stopped that. working. No, he did that. He okay. did that on purpose. But he, and, you know, the other ship ends up hitting him. And then, of course, he's in that spot now where he's behind him. Um, and then he says, that's my line. Right. Right. And blows him up. So, and, you know, at first we thought maybe this isn't worth mentioning, but at first the, the bounty hunter's uh, ship. Kind of resembled one of those like Nabu Freedom Fighters. I it, don't. It think didn't it look was. like it. Yeah, but it, After, the but colors it, yeah. and kind of a little bit of the shape. Right. Um, but once we got a couple closer, and that would have been yeah. cool because I always thought that was a really it had a really vibe cool looking yeah. ship in uh, Phantom Menace, yeah. and we see it other places. But yeah, that, that was a great scene. You know. Um, and so, where do we go to next, Jake? We go to. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't know. I called you that. You did that on purpose. I really did not. Uh, we go to Moss Eisley Space. Yeah, yeah. I, now I was not expecting that. It, maybe people were. Maybe people have kind of already read ahead as far as some of the locations we're going to see, so on and so forth. I don't know if they released any any of that, but well, um, I did not expect us to go to um, Tatooine. You know, especially Moss Eisley. Like I, right. I was like, so that was really cool. Yeah, because you know, one thing about Tatooine is anytime we see a desert planet in something, yeah. it's Tatooine. Yeah, it's yeah, Tatooine. Yeah, right. it's, it's Tatooine, yeah. and it, it almost never is. Right. Um, but this time it was. You know, some of the right. scenes that we saw in the trailer 
for a desert scene like the guy on the speeder bike. Uh, right. It, in fact, was and Tatooine. The, and the, not only are we on Tatooine. helmets on the spikes. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yep. We are Moss Eisley. Moss Eisley. So we see him land in the uh, one of those ports. It's not the one that Han Solo landed in. No, but it looks you know, but exactly it looks just the same. Like it, different, yeah. different number. Um, and then we have our mechanic come out, right? Well, it seems before, like they have a relationship a little bit. No? Um, I think before we get to that, he puts baby Yoda away, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the little yeah. hole and closes right. the door. Which I, I... Okay. But I was like, I mean, you didn't think, like, he was going to wake up well, and, like, start crying? And that's what babies do. Sure. But we also know, you know, we this lady, uh, the mechanic lady, tells him, yeah. you've got a lot to learn about raising a child. Uh, so maybe yeah. this is just him kind of... You know, being a new and I, again, we talked last episode. I don't want Mandalorian to be this, you know, like amazing dad and playing yes, catch correct. with Baby Yoda. That's not what I'm looking yeah. to see here. Um, you so, know, but he might not know everything to do. Right. Our mechanic was named Pele Moto. That sounds right. Pele Moto. What do you think? Because you know, we talked Pele about Moto. episode four <laughs> that we didn't really care for the waitress and and uh, and Dune was okay, but she had some some. Parts that were like, yeah. I liked her. I thought the character yeah. was really well. I can, I, I can tell that you weren't a big fan, <coughs> and, and I, 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 I know think, why. I think we could have had an alien there. Give me, an, give me an alien that I, you know. And may, who knows? Maybe they're looking to. Maybe one thing that they decided to kind of cut some costs on is never not a lot of alien characters that he's going to be interacting with because they're spending a lot of money on other stuff. It didn't bother me. She definitely had kind of an an, an Americanized <laughs> way about her. Um, and for that matter, really, so did the rookie bounty hunter. Do you think it's, I just, something just dawned on me. Do you think it's because with Star Wars, we're kind of used to when we see an American or uh, not an American, but a human, Mm -hmm. you know, except for like Han and Luke and all that, kind of like the sporting cast, a lot of them have British accents. I don't know. I've literally never thought of that, and I want to move on to something. But maybe, else well, you, you get what I'm saying. Like maybe we said no. Maybe we're just kind of like, oh, that doesn't sound like what I thought. Because you just got this guy come out with like, you know, or a girl with like just an American, just yeah. like talking. And it wasn't I don't know. just the way she was. Uh, it wasn't just kind of the way she was speaking. Yeah. You know, her accent or lack thereof. It was also kind of some of the dialogue was a little bit Americanized. Yeah. But unlike some of the characters or some of the actors in episode uh the last episode we watched i thought this lady did the role really well and i thought there was some good back and forth between our armando and the mechanic lady yeah we also see her i forget the names of the uh the pit pop, droids. The pop pit up, droids. yeah pit yeah. droids i just call them pop-up droids but yeah. we saw those in episode one right, right? hit the nose yeah. you gotta hit the nose oh man <laughs> well, um so it was cool to see Woo! those <laughs> it was cool to see those. Yeah, I, I mean, thought so. Yeah, they, there wasn't like forty of them bouncing no, off the walls right. and hanging from. Well, and so yeah, and that's a good point. Like I feel like <laughs> they weren't overdone. Somebody could have gone in and just really cheesed up that yeah. moment and made them just be doing stupid stuff. You know, running into each other. Yeah. So so it was just like okay, they're there. They served a purpose. Yeah. For this right. Lady. So it was it was well done. Very yeah, well I done. Agree. Um. <laughs> But uh, then we see the conversation about you know you gotta you know everything needs to be fixed and it's going to cost a lot of money and right. of course Mando doesn't have enough money so he's got to well, go get a job. Well, she carbon dating there, huh? Carbon dating. Oh, she scoring. Oh, carbon scoring. Yeah, uh, carbon hey, dating so is actually our scientific. Term. Yeah, uh, carbon scoring. Sorry. Yeah. So carbon scoring, which was a throwback to Luke saying there's a lot of carbon scoring on R two when he's cleaning up R two. Um, so that was. And she mentions, too, because you kind of had a concern with, like, and not a concern, but he took, I mean, it, it seems like he took five or six solid blaster shots to the Razor Crest as, oh, yeah. as he was kind of landing t- towards Moss Eisley. And, well, I didn't you know, get, he like, flipped a bunch of switches. Well, they were and, in space, it, it, you know, and it seemed like the engines were down. I thought he was just kind of, like, yeah, floating it, there and had to figure it out. He was just floating there. So I don't know, if maybe he maybe turned on, like, like, the pulse engines or something, like you would see in Star Trek. So yeah, I'm just saying like it's the, the second well, time you mentioned Star they, Trek they in this turn, podcast. They turn them and on, make it the last, you know. No. Um, but yeah, he he seemed to get everything kind of going yeah. enough to get back to the, yeah. to, you know, get to the spaceport. And I wish you would stop doing that; it's distracting. <laughs> um, but enough to get to the spaceport. And she mentions it's a miracle you were able to land, or I'm surprised you were even able yeah, to land this I thing. That part. So. You know, we did miss when he's flying in to land in the hangar. He flies past the canyon where. 
uh, Luke and Obi Wan were standing on top, and oh, I Obi-Wan... didn't notice that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and when Obi Wan says, you know, Mos Eisley is the wretched hive, blah blah blah, uh, villainy, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's if you look to the You'll left, you can see a more wretched, wretched hive of, of scum, scum and villainy. Yeah. Uh, if you look to the left when he's going to land, you can see that's that's where he's at. Yeah. Um, but anyways, they. Uh, so he leaves to go figure out what he's going to do to get some money, it would seem like. Goes to the local cantina on Moss Eisley. There is only one. Yeah. And he goes into the actual cantina that we see in A New Hope. So yeah. very cool. I noticed it was a lot less crowded. Not it was very a many lot less crowded. We saw some um, very, I would say, New, a new aliens. Hope. I saw like the fly. A fly was in there. Fly? That's ants? what it looked like. Yeah, right? I mean, it was a weird looking one. But, yeah. but. They were some really strange looking ones in the, you know, the oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Hope. So and they I gave us that, that they... moment where they kind of showed us a couple here. Right. Right. And so it had that throwback of being in the cantina and kind of looking around a little bit. Right. Um, and we had, uh, there was an R5 droid in there. Uh, the droids, you know, were running the place now. Right. Which was interesting. Yeah. Because there's no droids allowed in the cantina. And, yeah. and obviously times have changed now. So droids are running it. Um, there's no, they mentioned the fact that there's no guilds on Tatooine anymore. Right. And he um, says, well, that works for me cause I'm not part of the guild. Right, and his yeah. response is, well, actually that kind of, I mean, I don't know word for word what he said, but he says that's going to make it even harder for you basically. Yeah. So, um, and then we hear, uh, a new character we're introduced to Toro, uh, Calican, I guess is his name, but Who Toro knows? calls out to him, the young, the young new bounty hunter. He, th- um, he throws, he gives him a nickname there. What did he call him? Gives who? Mando? Yeah, he's, he, when he calls out the Mando, he calls him something. Not Mando. It's like Tin Bucket or Tin Head or something like that. Yeah. I miss that. Yep. I do know he called him partner like the whole way Yeah, through. but this was the, their initial. But what of, seat was he sitting in, Jacob? He was. Why do you keep doing this? I mean, what uh, if I don't know? You know this. Yeah, he <laughs> was sitting in Han and Greedo's booth. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very cool call. And I'm not sure, but I almost feel like. So Toro was sitting on Han's side. Uh, Mando was sitting on Greedo's side, and I almost felt if you my TV was so dark, I don't know why, but if you look behind Mando, I mean, it almost looks like there might be a scorch mark on the wall. McClunky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that was very cool. Those are the things that are pretty sweet, and we talked about this. Like, why did we not get these types of right. things in? In these new movies, yeah, even like they mention, they mention something about a bad motivator. They mention yeah. carbon scoring, right? Scoring, yes, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's Beggars Canyon. Beggars Canyon. Up, I mean, know? there's not. It to me, it's just not that difficult, yeah. and it's not going to mess up the movie, no. and it's not going to make the casual fan right. like it any more or less. I mean, you don't feel like they're they're changing the story to fit these in. They're just like, oh, we can do this or we can do that. You know what I mean? So, uh, and if you're like, oh, that's fan service. Well, yeah, that's why I'm watching it. Right. No no doubt. And and, and again, I don't want to go down a rabbit trail here and get off Mandalorian, but but I wanted to say this earlier when you were talking about JJ's kind of whole, you know, not, not, I don't think he said take it in a different direction, but just do different stuff. Make it, you know, be you know, uh, braver with it and not just kind of, st- I believe he did say not just really stick to the, you know, the OT, right? These are the same movies. These are the same yeah. characters. Yeah. This is the same world galaxy. Right. Why do you need to make it different? Right. I don't, that's what I don't understand. And that's, that's why I like this, this, this show yeah, it is feels it feels like, like the Wars, OT, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's very good. Um, so anyways, but he meets this guy and a uh, young, young wannabe bounty hunter and tells him he's trying to track a new bounty or a bounty and it's Fennec. You're right. excited about this person. What's her real name? Ming-Na Wen. Have you seen her in something well, else? Well, I mean, I, she's, she's in other stuff. She was in, I was a big fan of ER. The, the she was in hospital. That? She was. Yeah, she was a, uh, an intern in the, for quite a few seasons. I haven't seen that. Like it's a good show. Years. It's a good show. In the last few seasons, it got a little. 
it, well, a lot of the main characters ended up leaving, so it was yeah, all new people in the last two or three her. seasons. But it was it was, a, it was a great show, really. Wonderful. I don't but think yeah, I'd seen that. that since two thousand one. I believe her character's name was Deb in that show. Yeah, like my memory, I, I can only retain just ridiculous not nonsense. Yeah, I can't retain anything worth remembering. Yeah, that's what I've always said about you. I appreciate it yeah. too. Um, but Fennec uh, Shan, she's a well trained mercenary. Well. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting no, you. No, go but, ahead. You know, um, he doesn't know. The rookie bounty hunter has no idea yeah, he just, who this person is. Um, I think he knew it was like a good bounty, though. I mean, it seemed like he knew like this was... This is... Well, it was really his initiation to kind of get in the guild. Okay. But, um, yeah, he said if I capture her, I get in the guild. Yeah. And um, But, yeah, I, I, I don't know what he knew about yeah. other than he didn't know just how you know, talented she was really. So, you know, obviously Mando agrees to help him after a little bit of a conversation there. Um, and, uh, you know, basically Mando would get to keep the money. Right. And he would get to claim the bounty and, and uh, be able to get into the guild. Correct. Uh, so that's the arrangement they make. Um, he tells him to go out and get a couple speeders yeah. and to give him the puck. He says, give me the puck. Right. Um, yeah, so he gets the speeders, but important part there is though when he when he brings the speeders back, he shows uh, he comes back to where the mechanic is and he sees yeah. the mechanic with Which, Baby Yoda. When you're watching this, the first you felt time, like that's probably not a good idea to let people see. Uh, oh, so we didn't even talk about Baby Yoda comes out crying. Oh yeah, that's right. And, and we, he does make he does make what sounds like the the uh, Tatooine dragon sound when he's crying. At I one point, if you go back and listen, like I'll it, have like, to. It's I'm like watch that this one again. Woo, like sound the same like the Obi Wan right. noise makes. I didn't I didn't um, catch it. You, you yeah, called well, it. I, I caught it. I was like, yeah. man, that sounds like you know. I didn't say anything at the time, but that that did sound like that. Yeah. Um, but he comes out crying, and, and you know the mechanic. I was surprised. I thought, um, you know, Paley, yeah. the mechanic. I thought maybe she would. Uh, we we didn't know I, a lot about. At first, her, I thought so she was gonna maybe she's gonna take him. Yeah, that's and, what I like, thought. Sell him or something like that. She kind of has a little bit of a shady vibe. Yeah. She's you know, she but she's totally needs not. Her money. But she's now she was gonna say, well, I'm gonna charge him more right. for the babysitting and things like that, and to get him back. I don't yeah. know if she's like gonna get him back, but definitely for the babysitting. Yeah, no, I liked her character, and yeah. I, I liked that. I, I liked the way obviously it ended, and we'll get to that point. But something else we we missed there, kind of in the back and forth between the rookie bounty hunter. And our guy Mando is that the rookie bounty hunter destroys the puck and says, "No worries, I got it all, yeah. you know, up here in my Which, memory." How does that work? Because I thought the the uh, well, he deserved, I thought he destroyed the the uh, the the beeper. I don't know what you call that thing. The oh fob. yeah, you're right. You're the fob. Which yeah, is, so right. I understand that because I thought that whole thing is like a, like a homing thing. Like the closer you get, the more I, it beeps. Yeah, it's like, I, I thought well, so too. But I work? guess I guess maybe he assumes they're going to be going after her quickly, and maybe she's not going to uh-huh. be on the move. Um. So, but yeah, he does destroy that, but uh, they go, he gets the speeder bike, sees the baby, um, but at that point, he doesn't know anything about Mando or this baby or anything like that. So, he doesn't seem to have any clue. No, yeah, and yeah. I didn't think anything Because he's not really... in the guild, so I guess he sure. wouldn't. Right? And, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. And um, and we know that he's very, at least very new to the guild, yeah. because this is his kind of initiation right. bounty, and then Mando tells him. Like, because you don't know who this is, you obviously haven't been in the guild very long. Yeah, so this, so, you know, Fennec is, uh, she's like an assassin and a mercenary and, right. you know, seems seems pretty Very wanted. Pretty tough, yeah. Yeah. And, um, but I didn't initially think anything of it when he saw Baby Yoda there. And I got to say this, you know, real quick, yeah. I was kind of pleasantly, maybe not pleasantly surprised um, because I mentioned, you know, in, in our review for the last episode, you get a lot of Baby Yoda, and they're kind of shoving him in your face in that episode a bit. Yeah. And I didn't want him to be kind of get old. And in this episode, you you right off the bat, you kind of see him putting him away in that little closet right. thing there. And then for a good chunk of the episode, he leaves him with the mechanic lady as a babysitter. Yeah, and as as much as everyone loves Baby Yoda, like this is the Mandalorian. This is right, not the Baby Yoda. Yeah, and um, so. While that relationship is important and you're going to, you know, that's kind of the, the whole plot of the show yeah. at this point is to keep this baby alive or get it somewhere safe. Um, it's still got to be about the Mandalorian. Yeah, right? That's why I'm watching. Agreed. Um, Preach. Come on. <laughs> so um, so it was. It was nice to get a little bit of a break from from all the cuteness and just see Mando do his Mando thing. Right. right? I and, agree um, completely. I want to see the where his widow story is. trying to take his helmet off and make well, out well, with that's him. That's part of the, his thing. It nothing to do with the baby. 
but I wanted to see him. <laughs> I wanted to see him kick some hiney. I wanted. Yeah, right. I wanted to see him see uh be a bad dude again. Yeah, you know. Um. All right. So they take off on their swoop bikes and they go through the desert. Uh, they find. Uh, I guess as they're. Oh no no! They come Tuscan across Raiders. a dewback. No no Tuscan Raiders before that. Oh you're right. Yep. Which, oh they come across. Um, Bantha. What do they ride? What are they Bantha. called? Bantha. That's good. Yeah, I mean, do, were you tra- testing me there? No, I didn't. Am I, I couldn't still remember. Being tested? No, I couldn't remember. Um, and and so uh, Toro takes out the binox. Right. That's what I'm going to call binoculars from now on, just all the time, just binox. And right. uh, exactly like the ones Luke used on Hoth. Right. It's amazing how we know all these things, right? Uh, well, I don't think we've seen those types of binox anywhere else, really, and they're kind of unique looking. Maybe you have them in Clone Wars episodes. It was, it was white in uh, Hoth, though, because they were in the snow. Camouflage like, for the snow. This was like Good black. Point. Oh, so Hoth was snow? Come on, <laughs> let's move on, shall we? <laughs> let's keep this anyway, <laughs> so um, but this kid's not really uh, encountered Tuscan Raiders. Uh, they do kind of make the comment that you know. Uh, well, he said that it's their, you know, Mando says, well, this is their land. And they would say that we're the ones. I don't know if that was yeah. trying to get political or not, but. Oh, yes. God, you just look for that. Well, I didn't think I just, so at all. I thought sorry. it was really cool. And, and it's a yeah. it's a fair point. That's probably really is their planet. Yeah. They're probably the original ones of that planet. Yeah. And then, you know, other other characters and, and races and species started kind of developing things on, you know, Tatooine. So, you know, that's a fair point. I don't think it's. Political. It's, it's just something I never accurate. even. But I, I guess my point is I never even really like thought about any of that until they brought it up in this, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it. then there's there's two standing right next to them. Yeah. And well, the the rookie bounty hunter, I believe, at that point says something about like they need to move or they need to get out of our way, and that's when Mando kind of explains a little bit about them to him, and um, you know, I think he says, "Well, why don't you tell them." Is what he says. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. two of them literally standing right there. And then we see something I wasn't expecting is some like Tuscan Raider sign language. Yeah, that was uh, I was cool with it. I thought I thought yeah, it fit. Right. I was odd, or, or it was it was it was neat. Yeah. It wasn't odd. Um, but so he trades the binox right. for the uh, for the right to pass through their area. Can I say something else real quick? Yeah, you can say whatever you want, man. Okay, well, it's thanks. I appreciate form. it. Normally, it's not like that. I always no, have to raise sure. my hand like a kid yeah. in class. Okay, um, but. After that exchange was over and they kind of move on, okay. if there ever was anything that was fan service, that was it. To me. Because that really served no purpose whatsoever other than a minute and a half of, of dealing with Tuscan Raiders. Possibly. They, they, he lost his binoculars. You never hear anything else about it. And they move on. But again, I was – great. Great. I think you would think, though, if you're, if you're traversing that much terrain on Tatooine – that where are the sand people? Like Good you point. would have to, you know. Yeah, you got to see them, right? Yeah. So, um, all right, but so they they they're driving through, swooping through, and uh, they get shot at. Swoop, yeah, they're swoop bikes. Yeah, swoop speeders, swoop bikes. Uh, either or, getting in the weeds there. Yeah, but uh, they get shot by uh, Fennec, and she's nope, got a yes, even a little bit. Yes, not they do. Could you could you get to the? Oh, I can't gosh. remember, man. I I told you I was going to do this. All right, so they 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 come to the. There's a do back with a dude on it, right? Um, and uh, Mando goes up to look at it and sees it's a, it's another bounty hunter, right? Because he's got a fob. I thought I saw a fob. There was a fob. Yeah. So yeah. bounty hunter on a do back. He's well, been initially shot. They think maybe perhaps we got lucky, and it's the target thereafter. I believe right, right. Yeah, well, yeah. we we kind of thought maybe that's her, and she's playing possum yeah, thought, or something. I thought that but. was just I don't know. I liked that. It's it, little yeah. things. I like that that he was just kind of being dragged behind the dewback, like his foot still stuck in the, right. the saddle stirrup. There. But it was probably pretty recent then, because right. she was obviously still right there. So she's off, kind of like in the in the hills, mountains, ridges, mm-hmm. canyons, and uh, so as Mando's inspecting, he gets shot at. Then, right? Am I right now? Is that when he gets shot? I think he sees the oh, fob. Goodness, starts hightailing it out of there, and then it, he gets shot. As he's right. running back, he gets shot on his uh, in the best car. Well, make sure you say that right because Dave Mann, you know, is, be- does not scar. like how he <laughs> say be- scar. <laughs> that scar. Uh, he he nailed us on that. Apparently, we're I feel like we're saying apparently it we're emphasizing scar and not the be. So Beskar. We're doing our best, Beskar. Dave. We're, yeah, just, Dave. we're doing our best. Um, Beskar, yeah. And he says something um, about her weapon and, and really, yeah. you know, that it's up. something's upgraded on it. 
And if it hadn't been from such a distance, uh, perhaps his, uh, yeah, well, I watched it and tried to pay attention. (laughs) Um, Perhaps his best car would have been compromised had it not been from such a far distance. And he did let, uh, oh, it was a funny part there. Yeah. Because you could get to it. Yeah, the the rookie bounty hunter's like, well, I don't have any best car. (laughs) That's good. Um, But uh, so they they decide to wait her out till it gets dark, um, and then they're going to make their move. She she does have you know heat vision thermal vision on her scope, um, but uh, but he has these flares. It, it was a great plan, right? Yeah, so they it was. they ride through the. Well, there's another funny on, part there. Mando takes a nap, and oh, uh, yeah, he's trying to wake him up. I thought about your whole Cara Dune rant from last week about how she sleeps. She's gonna be that great. Just, he comes right up, didn't right. pull her gun to maybe. I mean, she wasn't doing the same thing, but I, it kind of well, reminded no, what me. What was weird that. With, with that one is they. I got the feeling that they were trying to make her look really cool and like no one can sneak up on her yeah. with the way she pulled the gun and looked up to them all. And then yeah. this one, like Mando was just, the just rookie watching him the whole time, you know, pulling the guns on him, <laughs> acting like the gunslinger, yeah. you know, like a, Act like a fool. Yeah. yeah. Are you done yet? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good. No, it was good. Yeah. Cause you can't, you, you can never tell if the guy's sleeping or not. Right. You, you can't yeah. see. So, how yeah. embarrassing! Just think, like if that was real world, like, how embarrassing would that have been, though? It would have like, been, but the kid, the kid played it off really <laughs> cool. Me the whole time. I, I, I liked his yeah. character, and it's kind of the same thing as the mechanic. Yeah, he was. A you good get character. a little bit of a, an Americanized mm. kind of feel. Yeah, but I, but I thought he played that role of kind of rookie, hungry, you know, yeah. you know, bounty hunter really well. Right. But then you see, you know, we're gonna we're get to it. He's capable of some shenanigans this Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. So uh, so it's night. They're going to go make their move now. They get on the swoop bikes. They're going for it. He's got these flares, and they're shooting the flares off to basically blind the uh, her thermal right. uh, scope. And uh, his bike ends up getting shot, though, Mando, and he kind of flips flips over it. Um, yeah, he really goes flying through the air there. Right, but um, but he does shoot off another flare so the kid can make it. He gets in there as she's about to. Well, she delays a hard shot. She on does, him. And, uh, and that was the only thing I, you know, because they're they're drastically closer now uh, than what they were before. But again, she hits him, you know, right. It did in the knock best him. Guard. I mean, it, it knocked him down. And it was it smoking. Had, yeah, it was smoking. Had a good scorch on it. Right. Um, but. Uh, but by then now, you know, Toro's up there and, and confronts her. It's a good uh, thing she wasn't shooting at the rookie kid. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, no. Let's just go my notes. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so she um, she's about to make her move. It's similar to, to last week where someone's about to get shot, and then the only difference is, like, Toro doesn't shoot her. But says, you know, not so fast. Puts her gun down. Well, I mean, the only thing similar about it is he sneaks up behind her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I I'm just saying, well, he had someone in a scope, right? That's the same thing as, as the oh, other Oh, yeah, deal, you're right, right? you're right. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, so she puts it down. Mando comes up, helps helps them out, basically. I don't think there's anything there worth talking about. You know, they throw the cuffs on her. Right. Um, then they make this, you know, they're, they're down a speeder bike, so how do you get her back? And, um, well, and Mando tries to get the rookie bounty hunter to you go back to um, and get the uh, the do back. Yeah, and that's how we're going to do it. And, and the rookie bounty hunter, to his credit, yeah, sure. uh, you know, he's not very trusting. Right. Obviously, he says, "So I'm going to leave the prize here with you and the and the only speeder bike or the right. you know, the only bike." And he's like, "I don't think so." Mando kind of deliberates, is appalled, there he thinks about it. He's like, "All right, I'll do it." Yeah. So and he goes he, off to get the man to the to the do back. He tells her, uh, or he uh, Mando tells the rookie bounty hunter, don't don't let her anywhere near the uh, the bike. Right, and so, um, but of course, while he's away, they begin to have this conversation, uh, Toro and and Fennec. Uh, by this time, though, it's it's the uh, it's day daybreak. Yeah. Uh, the two suns are coming up. I was right? kind of that out. Right, yeah, she does mention yeah. that uh, the suns are coming up. Yeah. I was I was kind of worried initially about how that was going to go because you you yeah. again, how many times have you seen? The person being captured, no. all right, you're in charge of watching them, and they somehow, like, talk their way out of right. it. Right. Well, and so... Uh, Fennec, that is not what happened. Fennec tells Toro who the Mando is and about the child and the bounty and all that and, and uh, you know, put two and two together. Like, this has to be that Mando. Right. And, uh, Which is if worth you, a lot more than yeah, if you, Yeah, his steel is worth a lot of money. Right. So you would have that, and then obviously you would be a legend because Correct. you would have caught him. Um, and then the, the the child on top of it, and so it clicks right. to him like he knows where the child is. And we see that we saw that in a trailer too. She says, "Your name will be legendary." Right. She wasn't 
you know, she yeah. was talking to the rookie bounty hunter. And so she, um, she's trying to persuade him to, you know, let me help you do this and we'll do this together. And uh, he walks over. You think he's going to take the cuffs off, but he, he kills her. Yeah, she he blasts her. her. Uh, she gone. Yeah. As far as we know, right? I mean, she seems to be dead. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, if you remember, not to get again too far ahead, but I'm sure you'll forget, much later that well, night. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Okay. Yeah. At the end. So then I think we do know. The end of the. Yeah. Okay. Um, but so he takes off on the speeder bike and, uh, and then we see Mando come back. He finds Fennec there. Um, so he knows what's up, I think, right. at that point. So he, he, then we see, uh, Mando arrive at the, uh, the port. Yeah. Back, and, back to uh, the road, the, uh, the do back, back to Mall Sisley, yep. sees the speeder bike parked outside. Right. So he walks in, uh, sees uh, basically Toro comes out, you know, with mechanic and hostage, and he's holding Baby Yoda. And uh, you know, at that point, I was still like, why doesn't he just just shoot him? He's holding well, the mechanic hostage. I mean, he's, he's got the gun pointed at the scar, mechanic. Bad scar. No, why doesn't Mando just shoot him right then and there? Well, he's holding Baby Yoda. Okay, and the mechanic's right in front of him. Okay, he was holding Baby Yoda when he shot him. But anyway. the mechanic wasn't right in front of him. But he could no the he, the. Uh, Toro was was there on the ramp. Toro was up higher. Wasn't the mechanic? Wasn't he holding the gun on the mechanic right yes. in front of him? You don't think Mando could have got a shot off in time? He would have had it. Would have had a fairly accurate shot to not right. hit the mechanic. Well, so anyways, um, he sends the mechanic to put cuffs on Mando. Mando still has a flare, and uh, and then you see, you know, well, the mechanic says you're smarter than you right, look. Yeah, or, so you're smarter than I thought. Something so like as that. as ma- mechanics behind him, he ignites the flare. Uh, you know, disorients the uh, Toro. Right. And uh, then you see Mando, he's kind of like on the side, right. takes a side shot. I guess Baby Yoda like falls and scampers yeah, somewhere I or something. I, I, I must kinda... have missed that kind of our first viewing. Yeah. But, uh, but he falls to the ground and uh, he's dead. Yep. Um, then... And there's a couple seconds there where we're looking for Baby Yoda. Yeah. And then Baby Yoda comes out. Uh, Mando takes Toro's money and pays the mechanic with that. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think I'm missing anything. Then he's off. Uh, yeah. Uh, it one oh the the very ending. Yeah. Oh, well, they say where, and then the the mechanic tells the pop up droids, you know, get rid of the body, and and uh, they're like, where where you're taking, and that's where you get the beggars canyon. Right. No, no, beggars canyon. You know. Yeah. So, but the very very end, we go back to right. Uh, well, so he takes off. He's flying away in a ship that's been repaired now, and then we get. A shot back to where Fennec is laying on the ground, and a mysterious person is walking up to the uh, body, but we don't get to see who that person is. Did that mysterious person have a fob going off with them? I didn't hear a fob, but you could hear kind of like their armor walking. It almost, I was like, man, I wonder if that's almost another Mandalorian, just oh. because it sounded very like clanky as he was walking. Um, but then we thought, well, maybe this is going to be um, Gus Fring's character, right? Maybe uh, this Juan is where Pablo. he's. He's going to come in. And right. I, the only reason I said, you know, maybe Fennec is alive, I mean, we don't know. Maybe maybe she is. I don't know. It just seemed like, wow, she seems like a good character, and they just gone, you know. Yeah, but, okay, see, I mean, that so that was not predictable. And one thing we've yeah. said about this show a little bit is it can be a little bit predictable. Right. And I feel like with this episode, it was not. I, I, I didn't think that uh, the rookie bounty hunter was going to not only shoot her, but then it was going to be that character that he shoots because right. you know she was built up a little bit in the in the uh, in the trailers before the yeah. show came out, and she was in essentially one scene. But it's um, fine because you know, as I think, it's not like we're invested in right. that character. Or yeah, no. Like that. So, but uh, yeah, but it char- was it was good. Yeah, the character that I want to see again is is still alive, and that's really Cardoon. And I'd like to see yeah. some Cool again. I liked his character. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we're going to get the client again because that's kind of you know. Yeah, you gotta you gotta close that loop. And, and the doctor, we got to see the doctor, Doctor again. Pershing. Um, you know that that whole scene there where they're kind of uh, where they're coming on the uh, the dewback that's dragging the, the uh, you know we know at this point it's a bounty hunter that Krennic or not Krennic Finnick got. Um, I thought that was just a really great scene. The heart started to race a little bit there when they were on the speeder bikes and doing like the the flash grenades or whatever those things were and she's taking shots you know i i always appreciate that kind of action that's just um you know you know gets the heart racing a little bit it was a good scene there all right let's get to the scores i'll go first this time i don't usually go first i and i apologize i don't have our previous scores but um what did you give do you remember what you gave four 
7.6. I think I gave it a 7.5 or 4. You were the 7. highest 4. I've given out is a 9.7, I believe, and that was the episode 3. Right, The Child. No, no. That was the three. Sin. The Sin. Episode 3, The Sin. was Yeah, you were 9.6 The highest you've given seven. out. I was 9.4 for, the, for okay. uh, episode 3, The Sin. This one, The Gunslinger, Chapter 5. We are now more, more one episode halfway through than uh, for the entire season here. Um, but this episode, I give another 9.7. Oh, wow. Dude, the, throw, the throwbacks were great. So you thought it was just as good yes. as the sin? And here's here's what did it for me. The A lot of the callbacks I enjoyed. And then also yeah. that space battle in the beginning. Um, oh, I like yeah. I like space battles in Star Wars. Yeah. And so that really helped no, me No, it was a good one because you saw that. Sh- you, 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 I mean, you typically don't. I don't feel like you see... Um, you know, you don't see like the um, the pilots or right. co-pilots doing a lot of stuff. You know, right. sometimes you do. You see Han doing a lot of stuff and panicking, trying yeah. to figure things out. But this is just him, and he's really kind of having to move around and flip a lot of stuff. Right. And each time he does something, it affects the ship. Yeah, which is which I always which it's I think well is done. really cool. Yeah, it right. is. It's it's really well done, and it, it went on for a while. It was good. Um, it was. It was great. I am at a nine point zero. Fair score. Yeah. Nine right. flat. There I you thought have it was it. great. All right. We're going to wrap this thing up. Hey, go to our Facebook page, Star Wars Ramp Podcast on Facebook. Like the page. Um, again, we're going to we're gonna begin post, posting more content on there. Uh, maybe even starting a, a group page, however that works, if we can figure that out. Yeah, we want to hear from um, you. Eventually, again, Patreon. We're going to get that going as well in the future. Um, but, but definitely start on the Facebook page for us. Thank you for joining us. This is a Monday episode, first time ever for us. Don't get used to it. But you will also get another episode on this Friday. Um, so congratulations for another episode. Two in one week. Do not get used to that as well. Yeah, please don't. And then we're going to join you again the following Monday on uh, 12-16. And then, Jacob, we're going to be off to see Star Wars on the 19th. It's, it's going Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, looking we're there. To. We actually we mentioned how we... Um, our theater of choice was sold out. Yeah. We did get tickets, um, reserve seating, or you know, where we can actually right. don't have to stand. In we got line two like other guys stuff. coming with us that are are not. They they're actually like the Mandalorian. They're kind of gotten into it because of us or me. Um, I guess they're not into Star Wars as much as we are. We gave them a stern warning. Like this is not. We're not coming this here is to a mess around. Matter. This is yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zip it with the comments. Right. Zip it with the looks. <laughs> Enjoy the movie right. or shut up. Exactly yeah. right. So, but on yeah. your, you know, these these, I have found that I think the Mandalorian is kind of trendy. It's, you know what I mean? It's helping. I think this only helps for Rise of Skywalker. Is that what you're alluding to? No. Well, no. I, I mean, know. like it's. I think it's it's kind of trendy with people that are younger than us. More so, I think more people are watching the Mandalorian than went went and watched the Last Jedi. Is that because this is the fact that it's streaming? It's possible the yeah. baby Yoda memes everywhere. People might Yoda. be kind of yeah. you know yeah. watching it for that. I mean, obviously the Mandalorian yeah. looks pretty cool, and it will. You know, I'm sorry, I'm, t- I'm stealing more time. Um, I was talking to my brother-in-law, and uh, you know, he kind he's younger than me. Obviously, he yeah. uh, it's not obvious. My brother-in-law, he's probably about ten years younger than me. No, more than that. He he mentioned how much he liked the Mandalorian. This was right after episode four. So I was like, yeah, I really like, I didn't like that last episode too much. He likes them all. And he asked me, he's like, well, when does this take place? And I told him, well, five years after Return of the Jedi. That meant nothing to him whatsoever. So my point is, I mean, like I had to really kind of explain. It's the one with the Ewoks. He was like, "Eh, I don't know. I was like, the one where Darth Vader throws the Emperor down the shaft. Luke Skywalker's got the green lightsabers dressed in black. Jabba the Hutt. I don't really know. I'm like, all right, well, it's it's five years five years after all that. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, it is because they, you know, uh, to not know anything about Star Wars at all, yeah. but to be really waiting for each episode to come out right. and watch The Mandalorian. Um, well, so I got a guy that's watching with us The Mandalorian, and he's he's not ever seen any of the Star Wars films. Since now, he's watched all the OT. Oh, wow. I told him, I was like, at least start with the OT I was like, then, because he's going to come see Rise of Skywalker with us. I was like, then do like, you know, Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. I was like, if he can, go back and do the prequels too. Yeah. I don't think he's going to do that. But he, at the very least, has now seen the OT and um, and he's watching the, the two latest films. 
there's no way he would have done that if he hadn't gotten into the Mandalorian. Yeah. And so, so, I mean, your story is even really kind of better than mine as far as speaking uh, volumes to what the Mandalorian has done for, for Star Wars. Right. Yeah. You know, you credit to... Uh, and one thing we didn't mention, this episode's directed by Dave Filoni. Yeah, Dave Filoni. Um, it was it was really good. It was a good I, one. I enjoyed it. Yep. So and I'm sure right. we missed some stuff. You know, we'll yeah, let us know, Dave. Let us know. Let us know what we did wrong. Bad. <laughs> no, we appreciate it, Dave. We love it. All right. Uh, again, thanks for listening. Until our paths cross.